0: AC Covers Country.
1: Remy, I have huge news. St. Louis's own Carly Kloss has been spotted at the Arrows Tour.
0: Wow. The
1: girls are back.
0: Okay. So Let, they're friends still.
1: Well, we don't know. <laughs> Let me fill you in. I said the same thing to the gingerbread man as soon as I woke up, and he thought I had three heads. Again, I'm so sorry about the Taylor Swift talk. I tried not to do it this week. I simply have to do it today. So please, I encourage you to tune back in in three minutes, and I'll be done.
0: You don't have to apologize.
1: Taylor Swift used to be best friends with St. Louis native turned supermodel Carly Pierce. Or Carly Pierce, come on. Carly Kloss. Mm Mm-hmm. They did like everything together went everywhere together paparazzi pictures everywhere together for six years straight and then boom radio silence carly's nowhere to be found and people all thought that maybe it was more than a friendship maybe it was a relationship and they had a breakup
0: but of course there's easter eggs about that everywhere a
1: lot of rumors a lot of things flying around they had a falling out a few years ago and a lot of another theory is that carly Kloss was in cahoots with Scooter Braun who is the person that sold Taylor Swift's music catalog yep who actually knows what happens but it's been years since then and now Taylor Swift is re-recording all of her music so that she gets any new money from it instead of going to Scooter Braun or you know whoever he sold it to so she's moved on from most things Carly is a wife and a mom now and she's been spotted at the Eras tour. The girls are back. This is like one of the biggest mysteries in um, the Taylor Swift universe. What happened to Carly Klaus? Yeah. Well, she's back. And not just that, but last night, while performing in LA in front of Carly Kloss, Taylor Swift makes the announcement that her next re recorded album, 1989, the album she wrote about her time with Carly Kloss in New York City. Is being released next month.
0: Whoa! Welcome to New York.
1: Yes, it's been so waiting for you. you and this is very soon because, like, we just got the last re-recorded album like a month or two, like in July. And normally she makes the fans wait eight or nine months in between these. Uh-huh. So something's telling me that this album release is urgent, and wow. I think it goes hand in hand with Carly Kloss somehow.
0: Well, I'm. I'm excited because my most favorite Taylor Swift song is Out of the Woods, so, and that's on this album. And that's
1: on 1989.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I thought you were going to say Dress, which is the song (laughs) supposedly about Carly Kloss. No,
0: just Out of the Woods. Okay. Just that one.
1: If you're not into Taylor Swift things, I'm done with it now. You're welcome if you are. Hopefully you're as excited as we are. (laughs) Shaq isn't usually into country music, but there is one song that he's been losing it over. AI has absolutely taken over. We know that. We talk about it all the time, and it seems like the music parody phase is really what we're in the thick of right now. Cuz remember a few weeks ago we did we talked about how somebody made it sound like Johnny Cash was singing Barbie Girl. Yeah. Someone even came up to me over the weekend. Did you hear this?
0: It's solid, too.
1: It sounds like it, very legit.
0: Very much sounds like him.
1: And I I've, I've heard a lot of I've heard a lot of different things um like what Drake would sound like if he was singing an Ariana Grande song or really switching up genres. And I think that makes it a lot of fun. And a new video features an AI audio rendition of what it would sound like if Hank Williams sang straight out of Compton. And it's just as weird as you would expect.
0: Straight out of Compton, crazy mother named Ice Cube. From the
1: gang called Fellers with Attitudes.
0: When I'm pulled off, I got a sold off. Squeeze the trigger and bodies are hold off.
1: Not exactly
2: (laughs) the way that you've
1: heard Hank Williams before. (sighs) But Shaq got a hold of this video, and you know he's just a jokester. And loved it so much that he had to do a little lip sync moment to it while he was like in a car or in a bus or something. And you can tell he's just dying over it.
0: Oh my gosh. That's awesome. It sounds so real.
1: It's so real. It's crazy. And the idea, you know, you just take one genre from here, one complete opposite genre and see what you get.
0: There's, there's limitless potential here
1: which is pretty scary if you think about it. We have a
0: whole new genre. It's a whole new radio station just filled with parody songs.
1: (laughs) Over the weekend, Carly Pierce, well, I should say we made a huge Carly Pierce announcement yesterday. And over the weekend, she's been making announcements of her own, teasing fans with three big gifts that came yesterday morning. Obviously, Remy, you and I didn't get to talk about it because it all happened after 10 Uh a.m. But... We got to announce that Carly Pearce is coming to St. Louis. She'll be at the Steeple Theater on October 13th. She's here with Hannah Gray-Ellis, and tickets go on sale Friday. So that was her first big announcement. It's the Country Music Made Me Do It tour. So along with that, she also went ahead and announced a new song dropping on Friday called Country Music Made Me Do It. And along with the song comes with a bunch of, like, pictures and videos and personal stories that she's going to tell about things that country music has gotten her into over the last few decades. Yeah. And then finally, the last thing, the third of all three gifts is that she announced her very own fan club. And Remy, I have to ask, have you ever belonged to a fan club?
0: <laughs> this is the Clay Aiken fan club. Is it, really? Yeah. I was a Clay Aiken. Actually...
1: I know you say that, but like, is that true?
0: Yeah, I paid the four ninety nine a month Oh, to access the clayaken.com or that's whatever. That's
1: what I needed to know. <laughs> what came along with that? What does it entail?
0: It just allows you access to all of the uh, important Clay Aiken news that you could possibly want. You know, uh, I would have been in an Amanda Bynes fan club had there been one.
1: I'm shocked there wasn't.
0: Uh, there might have been. Penelope. But- yeah, but like I mean, two, this
2: number one fan, please. Like
0: 2003 to 2007, the internet, what it isn't what it is now. So, yeah. it, you know, you'd have to mail in a subscription via snail mail.
1: Carly announced her own fan club, and this just really confused me because I, re- you hear about these things, but then what? Yeah. In my opinion, um, so I looked it up, and you get. Like special promo codes to get better tickets or discounts or discounts on her merch. And obvious the best part, newsletters. Gotcha. Love an email.
0: I'm surprised she hadn't she didn't have one already. This this seems to just come with Superstardom, right?
1: I guess it but
0: Like the church choir with Eric Church. You've got like all the all the different fan clubs from all the artists.
1: I guess.
0: I guess you have to.
1: I don't think it offers enough. (laughs) If I'm being completely honest, I think it's kind of a scam.
0: I want more Carly Pierce. I want to know what you and your drummer had for dinner last night. It's
1: really no hate to Carly. It's just artists with fan clubs. It confuses me. And I know Eric Church, like his fan club, got an entire album that only they can access. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The church choir is bigger than most fan clubs.
0: Should we have a fan club, Casey? Should no. we should we release some music that nobody's ever heard before?
1: And then ask people to pay 20 bucks <laughs> a year for it?
0: 20 bucks a year is cheap. It is cheap. So,
1: no, we're not doing that. <laughs> Jake Owen made a big post on social media the other day. And you know Jake Owen can sing the heck out of a drinking song. But in his personal life, he's nearly two years sober already. So on Monday, he shared a series of Instagram stories, slides, celebrating his progress, and explaining why he decided to give up alcohol. Basically saying like he doesn't consider himself an alcoholic, but he found all of the benefits of not drinking anymore. Yeah. So he wrote, 689 days ago, I made a decision. I stuck to it and I'm really proud of myself. I wasn't at a point where I had a drinking problem, but I was just being a jerk. And being a person I didn't want to be. I said things I shouldn't and did things I would have never done sober and I had to own up to those. So I want to encourage you, whoever might be considering quitting drinking that you should, life is so much better, sleep better, feel better, be better. I'll be your supporter and I'll cheer you on.
0: Wow. Okay. Maybe I'd like to know if he's not as sassy as he used to be.
1: That's what I was just going to say. Jake Owen has this reputation of being yeah sassy just a little jerkish
0: yeah spicy I'd spicy say. yeah
1: like I'm sure he is a nice guy <laughs> and I'm sure he's a ton of fun to hang out with but he's definitely got a bit of an attitude yeah and I wonder if this is one of the things that he's pointing at because also in of the these Instagram stories, he mentioned, like, a lot of you reading this right now, if you know me personally, you've probably been offended by me at some point. Yep. (laughs) And that's so, like, to be able to say that, that's a huge statement. Remy, you've met him. Yeah. A few times. Several times,
0: yeah. Yeah, he's always been very, uh, very spicy. But I just always attributed that to, you know, there are people in your life that are just like that. And it's fine. That's just who they are. Right. And they don't mean they they mean no offense by how they act, right? That's just how they do it. That's
1: just what they, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe he is a little less on the uh, saucy side now, but either way, he is happier. So that's all that matters. And um, even though country is obviously known for songs about liquor, Jake Owen's not the only a lester who has experienced or shared their experience of being sober, like Tim McGraw, Keith Urban. Charles. Chris Jansen. Charles Kelly. Charles Kelly's a big one recently. So I think it's important to say that, you know, even though it's a big part of country music, it's not all that it's about. And even though we have things like Red, White & booze Weekends here, we know that country music stands for a lot more than that. Megan Maroney is taking down the Mean Girls. So Megan, who we last saw at Hot Country Nights in January, her current single is called I'm Not Pretty. It went viral online last year, which... Essentially, is just like Tennessee Orange in the way that it gave her fans before the song was ever even released, yeah. which is awesome. But the whole song, if you don't already know, it's about Megan talking to her ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend, saying, like, you can talk all the ish that you want to about me and tell all your friends how I'm not even that pretty, but that's on you.
2: Somewhere.
1: And she just released a new music video, which I just posted on our Facebook page and Instagram story because it's so, for her this only being her second music video ever, it is so professional. Oh my gosh, She yeah. got to help direct it, which is huge. She's playing wigs. She's playing all the different parts. Even Jason Aldean's nephew, Logan Crosby, who's like a big deal on TikTok. He was on that show, Claim to Fame. Yeah. He's in the music video. That's funny. There's a lot of little moments. Um... And Easter eggs. Like a moment where she opens up her locker and there are a lot of initials in there. I think they're initials of country music artists okay. that she's got plans to work with. Okay. So.
0: Like work with, professionally, or date?
1: How do you think work with ever translates to date?
0: I don't know. There's a little bunch of Easter eggs. You never know.
1: No, I don't think any are about boys. <laughs> but Megan's like huge with A younger audience like high school college age girls so I think the song and the music video is a great message because that age of demographic those are like the number one offenders of talking negatively to each other behind screens gotcha behind baby boomers obviously no offense um but yeah, so the music video is on our Facebook page and our Instagram story, it's really good. I think you should go watch it if you like Megan Maroney at all. It just came out yesterday and we're gonna be seeing her at Del Mar Hall for Boots and Bourbon on September 28th. That show's already sold out. It's sold out in like a day. So hopefully you were lucky enough to get tickets. And if so, we'll see you there in September. What to do when you have a split sports team household and you have kids. How do you decide who the kids root for? Fall is coming up. And for Thomas Rhett and his wife Lauren, that means their deep-rooted r- rivalry—sorry, between Thomas Rett's Georgia Bulldogs and Lauren's Tennessee Volunteers—it's uh, yeah. all about to resurge. They did Southern Living's uh, like football issue this year and talked about what it was like to be living in a house that's kind of divided. Despite being on different ends of the field when it comes to game days, the pay- the pair can still appreciate each other's dedication. So they left it up to fate to decide which fandom their daughters were gonna be a part of. Keep in mind, they have four daughters, like all under the age of seven. Yeah. So before Woo! they even welcomed their first one, Willa Gray, they decided they had to figure out what team she was gonna be a part of. They were all
0: Tennessee volunteer fans. And uh, I don't really feel like I have to say. But let me, before let me, let me our,
1: stop you there. Well,
0: before our kids were born, there was one there was a particular okay. game that me and Lauren bet I was about on, to say, okay. and it was like if so and so wins this, then our you know kids would be Tennessee Balls. and if they lost this, then they would be George Bulldog fans, and I lost that bet. So
1: he lost the bet. So Willa Gray was a Tennessee Falls fan. A few years later, they had Ada James. They decided to make another bet to see which team she belonged to. Still the Vols, Tennessee wins again, now there are four kids in, and the house is overwhelmingly orange.
0: That's hilarious. I always feel like, at least for my children, they always side with my wife anyway. Yeah. So that's probably how that would've gone.
1: <laughs> I assumed the same thing. I was like, I think the fact that it's just mom's team has a lot yeah. to do with it.
0: I think I'm becoming the father though that lets them do whatever they want.
1: Like you're the good cop.
0: Yeah, my wife went to the she went to the grocery store to pick up some milk and just random things the other day, and both of my kids approached me. They're like, "Hey, Dad, can we watch our iPads right now?" And I was like, "I don't care what you do." They're like, "Oh my gosh, Dad's gonna let us watch our iPads right now!" Gosh, I'm that guy, apparently. <laughs> but they still side with her. Mm. Whatever.
1: You know, it's a mom thing. That must be why <laughs> all four of the Akins, Thomas Red Akins' daughters. I'll side with the Tennessee Balls. because I think overwhelmingly, they don't have a better. I think Georgia usually wins over them. Yeah, I'm not
0: 100% on that, but yeah. I think you might be right. Oh.
1: Joe DiMessina <clears throat> is crediting Tim McGraw with her entire career, which sounds pretty crazy. She has had a bit of a resurgence as of late due to Cole Swindell's hit song, she had me at Heads Carolina, but way back when Jodi Messina debuted Heads Carolina Tales, California, it was nineteen ninety-six, and she said she really didn't have any many friends in Nashville. She also didn't have the gall to fight her way through the music industry. But it's a good friend that she had a good friend. Well, it's a good thing she had a good friend by her side. That would be Tim McGraw.
2: My circle was really small. I didn't know anybody. You know, I was new to Nashville, and I met Tim, and I met a couple other people, and, you know, I ended up getting a deal. But that was McGraw that made that happen. You know, I don't think he realizes that. When I first started off, I was very timid, and and I didn't want to... You know, ruffle feathers. And McGraw was like, no, she needs to do this. So like, Lesson in Leaving. So he knocked open a lot of doors for me. So I got to say to him, you know, the wow. other day, I said, I don't know if I've ever said this, but thanks for a great life.
1: So between Heads Carolina, I'm all right, and Lesson in Leaving, Jody Messina probably never had to release another song again like those are the three that kind of do it for her catalog that really hold the entire thing up and all because Tim McGraw saw her and saw the talent and loved the songs he pushed those along and created a a, like rock star out of her. Yeah.
0: You just never know who's going to be watching you as you perform in Nashville. That, I, that I think is the biggest thing when they say just move to Nashville. It's not for the studios. It's not for the, any of that. It's just for like being there,
1: the opportunity and of who you could meet a
0: potential Tim McGraw. Who's in your corner who's going to push you through, Right, you know what I mean?
1: Just the same way that Priscilla Block said she was going to leave Nashville until the day Taylor Swift was there and was like, oh, I actually hey, I like your song. Yeah, And then that catapulted her as far as she is now. 92.3,
0: hello.
2: Hello, it's AK.
0: Alexander K on the
2: phone. How's it going, guys?
0: Is this early for you?
2: Well, we literally just got everything back home. We just came off a tour.
0: Still didn't answer the question. Is this early for you?
2: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I got a coffee sitting here
1: like, wake me up. (laughs) So where are you right now? Are you in Nashville or are you in Illinois?
2: In Nashville. And then we head to the Illinois State Fair to open for Old Dominion. And then we're in St. Louis on Saturday.
0: Yeah, we're super excited to have you at our Boots and Bourbon show at the pageant. Uh, Before that, we just saw, and I don't know if you're a big fan of this, but the Illinois State Fair always has a butter cow.
1: Okay. I thought know that I'm was some sort of innuendo when no, he, no, he first no, no, no. said it.
0: No, it's it's a <laughs> full size cow that is made of butter and it's in like a clear refrigerator so they can keep it all intact.
2: <laughs> wow. You have to go you see You know it. what? Now that I think about it, I so we played the Illinois State Fair. We played the small stage last year, like the side stage, the spotlight stage. And I remember somebody saying, have you seen the butter cow? And I'm like, I have no idea what they just said. <laughs> and I think it was <laughs> fantastic.
0: <laughs> and now you get to perform at the pageant. This is, uh, this is kind of a, a big deal for you, right?
2: Yeah, it's a huge deal. Um, I, I just, whenever I did the first Dive Bar Dreamer tour, my agent at the time was like, where do you want to play in St. Louis? And I was like, I want to play the pageant. And at this time I had like, you know, had it toured. And I was like emailing them nonstop trying to see if at least I could open for someone. And I never got like any responses, I don't think. So it's just really cool that I've seen. I saw. I'm, saw Kelsey Ballerini there, and Gina Kramer, I saw Hunter Hayes there, and uh, I just remember really wanting to be on that stage, and so it's so cool that there's, like, very, very little tickets left the first time that we get to play it.
1: And it's so sweet that, like, the time that you do get to play it is when you are going to fill it up. Like, you're not going to have any bad taste in your mouth or any, like, sour memories about it, because you know the first time you're going to play at the pageant is going to go well. So, do you, remind me, do you have an opener for the show? Um, I do. We
2: haven't actually announced. Ooh! Publicly who the opener is But the Bobby Ford band is going to open the show that night So we're really excited For them to hype everybody up And get them ready before we go on
0: I always throw out my magic show But nobody ever bites on it, you know
2: (laughs) Man, I totally would have booked it had I known (laughs) I figured you were booked up (laughs)
0: <laughs> someday, someday, I'll be able to make the the uh, Gateway Arch disappear in front of everybody.
2: <laughs> Beautiful.
0: What's What's one thing you miss about? Because I mean, you're on the road a lot in a year. What's one thing you miss about home? And you know, obviously, growing up in Monroe County, is there any foods that you miss? Anything you love to come back and just indulge?
2: Um, I'm a huge Bean Tree Cafe oh, fan in yes. Waterloo. I am obsessed with Bean Tree Cafe. I get the same thing every single time. I get like their turkey bacon melt, no tomato, chips, extra pickles. Like I have to go to Bean Tree every single time I come home. And my parents actually just moved back to Waterloo. So that's where I stay whenever I come back home. And it's just been really nice. I was a mill stop for so many years. So it's been so nice to just reconnect um, and just plant my roots back in Waterloo whenever I come home. So I'm really looking forward to spending a few days with my parents. All my sisters are coming in town. You know, this is like a really big deal for my family. So everybody is coming back in one place. And I'm just really excited to spend some time with my family. And, yeah, show show my band, St. Louis, you know. We've been kind of planning, like, what we're going to do and and all that stuff. So I want to make sure they experience St. Louis while they're here.
0: Casey just bought a house in Columbia. Do you think she's a trader? Ooh.
2: No, 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 not at all. <laughs> it's all in
1: the county, girl.
2: <laughs> not at all. I love Columbia. I'm actually, you know, it's very strange that this is my first year not playing Songs for Soldiers this year. Yeah, usually Songs for soldiers.
0: We're fighting because of I it. Know.
2: So. I know, but my girls, Tiger Lily, are going to absolutely kill it. And I was just so excited to see that my friends, of, you know, that friends of mine were on the bill and they're smashing it right now. So everybody's going to have such a great time.
0: Well, tickets are limited for the pageant, but uh, tell everybody where they can get tickets for your show this Saturday.
2: You guys can get tickets at alexandracofficial.com slash tour for my show at the pageant. I'm so, so excited that there are very, very little tickets left, and I'm just really excited to come here and sell it out. You know what is so crazy is I just looked – down at the clock, which obviously isn't working since I've been home for three weeks and it says 923.
0: Nice. Aww, cute. We'll take it. So, we'll I take think,
2: it. <laughs> so I think that this is going to be a great show, guys. <laughs>
0: well, I get my wisdom teeth out today. I'm really going to try. To be at the show. My goal is to be better by the time you take the stage so that I can be at the show. Remy's but... going to show
1: up
2: in gauze yeah. to
0: the
1: show.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. So if you're a little loopy, it's not the drinks, it's the pain meds. Exactly. I totally understand. <laughs> <Exactly>. Okay. <laughs>
0: Alexander okay, K, I thank you so much. Guys. Thank you so much for joining us on the phone today. We appreciate it. Get your tickets at alexanderk.com or we've also got a link at 923wil.com. Casey covers country.